0: tell it to the wall tell it to the wall go tell it to the wall all right wall fans common censors podcast consumers Welcome to another very, very special episode of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. This is episode 128, but not only is it episode 128, this is our official, official holiday special for 2021, that's right. This is also the episode where I challenge myself by wearing a Santa hat with bells on it, so you're going to hear strange bell sounds kind of throughout the episode. If you're not watching the video feed, you should go check it out so you can see my ridiculous Outfit, kind of keeping with the theme that is ridiculous outfits for holiday specials. Uh, so lots of good stuff to get into, but before we get there, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's our official Facebook page. Uh, also, head over to youtube.com slash go tell it to the wall, youtube.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's our official YouTube channel subscribe check back often for all kinds of great videos uh, now you can also follow my own personal instagram account which is at socal that's right at socal s-o-c-a-l-s-e-a-n follow me over there you're gonna get some great uh holiday photos coming up over the next couple days as well that is i, I i'm not always completely active but this is the time of year where there's a lot of stuff flying around my uh, my own personal instagram account so follow me over there and of course, of course, most importantly, all inclusive of those things would be SeanOrWorkLive.com. Bookmark that one. Check back often. Again, SeanorworkLive.com. Going to give you links to those things I just mentioned. Make it easy on you. You're also going to find a link to our Patreon campaign. If you're in a giving mood this holiday season, jump on Patreon. Help us out a little bit financially if you have the means to do it. Uh, And of course, too late to order in time for Christmas because it is Christmas Eve Eve right now. Uh, But check out our merch website linked directly from SeanO'RourkeLive.com. All right. As I said, happy holidays, wall fans. Uh, This particular episode was actually supposed to happen on Sunday. This past Sunday, Uh, what happened was... I woke up Saturday night with the with this fun little stomach bug that I seemed to catch from my, my five-year-old, uh, so I literally spent all of Sunday on the couch, with the exception of, of the great Tom Yostin and family bringing some gifts over. Uh, I was pretty much unable to move, and so therefore we pushed this bad boy on to Thursday, on Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, I have retaken my studio because my wife is officially done with her work for the year, uh, and then as of tonight, Go Tell It to the Wall will officially be done. There's a good chance we're going to throw in a bonus episode next week. But we do traditionally go on a holiday break uh, once the holiday special occurs each year. And this is our sixth annual holiday episode. Sixth. Sixth annual holiday episode. Uh, and in fact, I was I was going through and I was reminiscing a little bit back to 2016 and the stark differences there are. And I think we're going to post some photos uh, there's not a ton of photo. There's some video, not a ton of photos of the very first one. You just go back to seven, seventeen, the second annual one. That's when we really started doing video stuff uh, and crazy outfits and everything else. And that's also when we started the annual reading of "Twas the Night Before Christmas." So sixth annual episode, but we are going to have the fifth annual official reading of "Twas the Night Before Christmas." That happens at the end of every single holiday episode that we do. And another little fun tidbit: I did mention this last episode and confirmed it. This happens to be officially the 200th episode of Go Tell It to the Wall. Now, that includes all of the holiday specials we've done, uh, the the 4th of July spectacular, all that good stuff, and, and of course, the Common Sense Sundays that we transitioned to, uh, courtesy of the pandemic. Uh, so this is officially episode 200. I'm not going to spend a ton of time doing that. I simply want to mention it. I'll probably give out some extra thank yous. We are going to have a big... Like by centibration episode, for those of you that have been long time listeners or even, like half long time listeners, I guess you remember we did a centibration episode. Uh, so that's going to be coming your way at some point. Just need to get to like actually planning it. So look forward to that. Going to do all I can to make that as exciting as possible. And we might, we might delay it just a little bit because for those of you that were listeners at the time, uh, you know that we had our honor producers in the studio as well as a bunch of wall supporters and wall fans that had been with us from the beginning. So if it gets safe enough over the next couple months, I know that's not happening anytime soon. But if it does get safer over the next couple months, we're going to do something similar to that. Um, so so more coming, but I do feel the need to recognize that we are now 200 episodes strong uh, here at the Go Tell It to the Wall studio. All right, and a couple more mentions of that. And for those of you that are new to the holiday specials, it's all the same stuff except we throw in some holiday stuff. I wear bells on my Santa hat. I've got my Dropkick Murphys scarf, and I've got my, my Snoopy shirt going here. All, all the holiday cheer you could imagine. And, of course, the, the Peanuts tree, uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. And and who doesn't... who You know that everyone should have a Christmas uh, uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, right? Jason Mewes. It's not Jay. Jason Mewes isn't... His name is Jay in the movies. Uh, but I like him to sit under my Christmas tree, along with this Christmas pig that I I think I acquired that a few years ago. Uh, so So that's where we go with the holiday stuff uh but of course we're gonna have our usual stuff and we'll start with our digital trends that's right digital trends i want to get serious with this one for a moment i get so and i talk about them so often uh the the TikTok challenges and this is something that's been bread and butter for uh go tell it to the wall really since the beginning these crazy challenges and a lot, sometimes they're fun you know sometimes they're just ridiculous sometimes they're dangerous uh, Most times when they're dangerous, they're not really dangerous toward me, but we had one recently, in fact, last week. uh, If you're familiar with this, you definitely are if you have kids really anywhere in this country. Uh, There was a TikTok challenge put out there, and it was called Bring a Weapon to School Day. Uh, Somebody on TikTok was telling kids to bring a weapon to school. Uh, So now, of course, everyone was on high alert. This was actually the Friday before winter break for, I think, most kids, uh, definitely for, for Los Angeles Unified School District here. We got multiple calls throughout the day. Uh, multiple emails text messages saying we are aware of this please talk to your kids and all this other stuff strangely uh, my daughter ended up sick Thursday night with that stomach bug that I had so she didn't actually go to school but I was I was quite stressed about it uh, despite the fact that she goes to an elementary school it's got to be even scarier for for a parent of a high school student I can imagine because that's those things tend to happen there more unfortunately um, but these kind of things can't we can't let these kind of things just go to the wayside um, and there needs to be some kind of—I uh, was going to say retribution. <laughs> That's not the word I'm looking for, but some kind of punishment that comes out of this. More investigation into these things, because you can—you can say, "Oh, it's just an idle threat." One day, it's not going to be an idle threat, and it's terrifying for parents. I—I I knew that this was—I years of years of this. I was in high school, uh, finishing up high school, essentially, when Columbine happened. That was—we all look back to that one. I've so. As a student, I dealt with it. Uh, as a parent now, I deal with the stress of it. Uh, and it has to stop. It's not funny. I don't. There's sick, sadistic people out there that think it's funny, and it's not. There's no excuse for these kinds of things. Uh, and and if, if you see things like this, um, I don't use TikTok, but definitely report them. Because there needs to be investigations into these kind of things. We can't have these kind of scares happening all the time just because some idiot out there is on TikTok creating a challenge. And that being said, maybe keep your kids off of the fucking TikTok no kids don't need to be on tiktok nobody should be on tiktok in my opinion i I know a lot of artists and stuff like to use it i i don't use it 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 doesn't it and my my wife doesn't i i've said when that first came out i said that that one's not coming into this house it is a very intrusive app with the information that it pulls from you if you're i'm not going to get into details on it but i would encourage you to look this up on your own um and 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 see exactly what i'm talking about i just realized before we move on uh, because we are in the Go Tell It to the Wall format as opposed to Common Sense Sundays. Uh, we've got beer in the studio for this particular holiday episode. Holiday Special 2021. Uh, and we've had this in for the holiday specials before. This is the Sierra Nevada uh, Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. Super tasty. It's uh, it's obviously holiday themed. Uh, it's a little different every year. So we've had different ones. But we have brought in the the Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. They, you know, they change up the recipe a little bit every year. It's named the same thing. It's, you know, it's kind of similar to like the Oktoberfests and everything. This is the, the Celebration Fresh Hop IPA for 2021. I love some Sierra Nevada. Always have. Uh, highly recommend checking them out. It is an IPA. I did test it on my wife because it has a little bit of like a fruity... You know, they all have a little bit of fruitiness to them. But this one almost felt like a little apple to it. Uh, but my wife did not taste the apple, so... So if you like IPAs, check out the the Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. I'm enjoying it, and of course brought it into the studio uh, for this particular episode. Mm, you know things are going to go off the rails when there's when there's beer back in the episode. All right, hashtag reasons to get boosted. That's right, hashtag reasons to get boosted. This one's trending on the social platforms right now, and and of course people are posting their reasons to get boosted and there's a lot of heartwarming things. I'm getting boosted for my family and my community and you should. Uh but for me this one boils down to one simple fact. Uh, get boosted so you don't die. I mean, w- w- there's no complex answer to this. It's get boosted and in fact, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to talk about this. I didn't even have it written down. The Orange Menace was doing a little rally there with uh the disgusting uh, Bill O'Reilly. No, Sean. No, Bill O'Reilly. He was doing it, whatever idiot talking head that he's doing this with. And <laughs> stated to the crowd that he has, in fact, been boosted. The Orange Menace has even gotten his booster shot. Uh, and so has the other idiot talking head, whichever one of them it was. Uh, and then was booed by the crowd because apparently getting a booster shot is a reason to get. Bo- it's, a, it's astounding to me. It's not a political thing. Just get the damn booster shot. Get a flu shot while you're at it. That's what I did. Booster shot, flu shot. I'm fine. I mean, Bill Gates is probably tracking me, but track me to my studio while I wear a Santa hat with bells on it. What What's so exciting about that? All right. Hashtag on my pet's Christmas list. That's right. Hashtag on my pet's Christmas list. This is amazing. There's going to be extra noises other than just the bells because my my wife and daughter are currently making cookies in the kitchen. I was helping them out earlier, but uh, probably going to be getting a little bit of noise there. And and I'm sure my daughter has been eating the cookies so I will probably come out of the studio to her running laps on the ceiling. Uh, but, but we'll just hope for the best here. Uh, again, hashtag on my pet's Christmas list. This is people sharing uh, what their pets want for, for Christmas or the holidays. This is, And, and again, I, sh- I, I say this every year. This is the holiday special. I talk mainly about Christmas simply because that's what I grew up with. That is my experience. This is happy holidays, whatever you celebrate uh, enjoy the holidays and and apologies if this episode makes you feel left out. It's simply that's what happens in my family and it's me yelling at a wall so that's what we're going to do here. Um, but this one got me thinking because a lot of times people are like, you get Christmas gifts for your pets and these are usually people that don't have pets. And it seems like a silly thing but pets are part of your family. Don't forget your furry family uh, at the holidays and I will say this is something I have done for years. Now we don't currently have any pets with the exception of uh, this this light-up pig who isn't actually a pet, but he's just an animal shape. An animal over there, but he's not a real animal. Uh, but we did at one time. I, I mean, for years I had a, a cat. If you've been a long-time listener, you know Figment was a was a staple uh, on the podcast, was literally in videos from the podcast running around the studio. She insisted on being inside the studio for every episode until she unfortunately passed away uh, in 2017. Uh, and Every year, went, even as a bachelor, I was like, well, gifts for the cat, gifts for the cat. My mother would get gifts for the cat, and then uh, after a while, my mother-in-law would buy gifts for the pets for my cat and then also, well, our cat. Uh, I had a cat before we got together. My wife had a dog. And so we came together as a family, and we had a cat and a dog. Um, and unfortunately, the dog also passed away in uh, 2017. Always had gifts for him. Uh, and it, <laughs> this really got me thinking, and I wanted to share it with you. Uh, now, for, for for Figment, the cat, uh, anything that she could chase or scrunchy. Like a not a scrunchy like the hair things for those of you that are 90s kids, uh, but you know like crinkly crunchy scrunchy stuff. Lose her mind, and of course catnip. All cats love catnip. Um, but if she could chase it, she would just go nuts. The simplest little things like a like a mouse that you could pull around, and you know not a real mouse but a toy mouse. That was her jam all day every day. That and some catnip. Christmas for Figment, uh, and then of course for Moose we would always get him something to something to chew on. Uh, The thing is, as good as he was about not chewing, like, shoes, I never lost shoes to this dog or anything like that, uh, but (laughs) whenever he got a chew toy, and we would try every year, every year we'd try to get him a more durable, uh, you know, chew toy, but he'd get it in his mouth and just destroy it, and years ago, he set a record, and it was, like, 30 seconds, it was like, oh, here, you know, here's your... Here's your new to- one of your new toys for Christmas. 30 seconds of things ripped to shreds. <laughs> so don't forget your furry friends on this, this fine holiday, uh, whichever holiday you happen to be celebrating. And of course, hashtag airing of the 2021 grievances. Uh, so I will say happy Festivus to everyone. Today actually is Festivus, I believe, for those of you that celebrate, happy Festivus. Uh, now, if you're familiar with Festivus, airing of the grievances is part of the holiday. It's where you com- complain about your grievances to other people. Uh, I'm not actually going to air my grievances right now, simply because I do it once a week here in the studio. But I encourage you all to air your grievances in a fun, friendly way. Don't start arguments two days before Christmas with your family, but you know, have some fun with it. So happy Festivus! And uh, like I said, I air my grievances weekly. I don't need to do it on on one day throughout the year. I can tell we're already behind on time. I'm gonna just be tangented. I'm gonna drink beer. I'm gonna have bells going everywhere. This, holiday special 2021 wall fans uh, and let's get into some covid i hate that i'm including covid but we got to talk about it right now because the omicron variant is running rampant cases are rising everywhere i think i know more people that have covid or are just getting over covid than than people who haven't had it at all right now or don't have it right now fortunately my family has been okay uh, nobody, nobody in the family's gotten gotten this variant, but just tons and tons and tons of people have, and people are getting it for a second time despite being vaccinated and boosted. I'm seeing people that are boosted and actually getting uh, the omicron. So be be safe, be smart. Um, you know, don't don't let it ruin a, another holiday in a row. Uh, but I, I think one of the best things to do is anyone coming over, ha- have them take a test. Uh, we have a bunch of in-home tests. Uh, here at the house, and I'm going to be having everyone that comes over on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, which isn't, I'm not having a huge crowd, please don't send me hate mail, I'm having just a, c- a couple family members, really, uh, but uh, they're still going to take a test, just to be sure. They got to, you know, they got to drive here from, from out of town, not not flying, fortunately, because I'd be terrified to fly right now with this variant, uh, but that's that's probably one of the better better things to do, so keep that in mind. Have fun, but be safe and be smart. Uh, Experts are also saying use better masks right now. Um, the The recommendation right now from the CDC uh, is to use some some of those KN95 masks as opposed to just the cloth masks that we've been wearing uh, for almost two years now. Uh, You know, and I know a lot of people already wear these. Uh, My my wife and my father in law that when they have traveled. Uh, over the past couple of months, they, they wear a KN95 mask on the plane, uh, but you know, going to the grocery store and stuff, a lot of people, I wear a cloth mask, you know, sometimes I double up if I'm being extra cautious, but they are saying uh, to use a, a KN95 mask or one of those higher end uh, masks. Now, again, I'm, this is simply me from my little bit of research. I'm not a medical expert or anything. Do your own research, but that is the word that is coming out uh, right now regarding masks. Uh, my kid is fully vaxxed, so it is making me feel a little bit safer. She, as of a few days ago, is is fully vaxxed, has her shots, no side effects whatsoever. I think she was a little tired, but man, she took it like a champ. She was just like, "Shot!" She was so excited. She's like, let's get the shot. Let's get it. She she's ready to be done with this stuff. <laughs> just imagine five year old, being five years old and spending half your life in in a pandemic. You know, um, and it's not quite half her life yet, but essentially from from her being. You know, cognitive of what's around her—it's half her life, really, maybe even more. Um, so, so it's good to—it's uh, great, it's great to feel a little safer. Uh, but of course, the, the, the new variant and COVID are, are once again hitting the pro sports leagues uh, really hard. It's reminding me of of year almost two years ago when it started hitting the NBA and they canceled games and everything just went on a complete pause for a while. Uh, we're seeing games postponed left and right, games canceled. Uh, the National Hockey League. They have uh, they've paused their season completely uh, until after Christmas, Uh, and then on top of that, they have. For those of you familiar, uh, the National Hockey League takes a break for the Winter Olympics when it is a Winter Olympic year. They were originally going to do that. Uh, Now they're not going to do it. They're they're encouraging NHL players. They're telling them you can't go play in the Olympics in China because of COVID rising COVID cases uh, and everything else. And then the NFL. Uh, Even those, even if you're not familiar at all with the NFL, you know it's primarily played on Sunday. This past week, we had two games occur on a Tuesday uh, because of COVID cases happening around the National Football League. Uh, So be again, be safe out there. We're we're not out of the woods yet. Um, I think the good thing from what I can see is that this maybe this Omicron is going to kind of it's doing its work, and then we can move on to the next variant. Who knows? I did see someone say, maybe we should start sponsor, you know, have companies sponsor variants. And it's like, that's not a terrible idea, you know, the way they sponsor stadiums and bowl games and that kind of stuff. All right, let's talk about a little mental health. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it, um, but this one's been getting me lately. It's really, and the only way I can say it is seasonal depression, COVID anxiety, and mental illness. These are all terrible things to have right now. Uh, and I know many people out there, even if you don't have a mental illness, you're probably dealing with a, at least a little bit of seasonal depression uh, as well as COVID anxiety. I mean, who's not dealing with COVID anxiety? If, if you have no COVID anxiety, I guess ignorance is bliss to a certain extent. Uh, but the holidays can be rough under normal circumstances. I talk about this quite often how how rough the holidays can be for anybody, uh, let alone anyone who deals with a mental health, mental illness or, or has a mental health issue. Um, so the most important thing here is respect everyone's comfort. Respect your first of all, respect your own comfort level. Don't feel forced to be in a situation where you're not comfortable. Uh, whether it's because of COVID or you know COVID anxiety or seasonal depression or whatever it might be, don't force yourself into those things because if it's going to take you out for days afterward, it's not worth spending two hours at a a holiday dinner or a holiday party. Uh, Let's keep that in mind. And don't get on other people about it because not everyone loves the holidays. That's the thing. A lot of us love the holidays. I have a love-hate relationship with it. I don't like the stress and the pressure of all of it, but I do love me some Christmas music, uh, among other things. I love some Christmas cookies holiday cookies all that good stuff. Um, I do love the holiday weather, I guess. We're in Southern California where our white Christmas is is a rainy Christmas. It's kind of our version of a white Christmas. Um and what I do is is uh what helps me is viewing it through my my kids' eyes. Um it, it instead of focusing on myself, I focus on her and making it great for her and just viewing the wonder in her eyes, you know, like going to see the nutcracker and how much she enjoyed doing that baking cookies today, Christmas specials, all that kind of great stuff. Uh, we wrapped a bunch of Christmas gifts yesterday. Her and I, uh, we, we sat in the living room, wrapped a bunch of gifts, you know, for grandparents and, and, and my wife and relatives and everything else. And they're all sitting under the tree. Um, that, that's, that, that's the way to go, it, you know, maybe you don't have kids, but if you do and you're ha- and you're struggling, try your best to just kind of view it through their eyes uh, and, and the wonder that they have and the innocence that's still there and not the over-commercialism and the stress and all that other stuff. So that's just one thing to keep in mind that could kind of help you through it. And I will say some songs hit me very hard. Uh, we don't, we, I, personally, there's no I'll be home for Christmas uh, songs happening in this house uh, that's just me personally. I won't sit here and say, that's a horrible song, because it's not. It's actually kind of a great song. For me, uh, I have not liked that song since 2017. Uh, really, a lot before then it just hits me hard, but then when my grandmother passed away in 2017, which is where I spent all of my, my 19 first Christmases, that was for me was going home for Christmas, uh, was going to Chicago to my grandmother's house, and then that was, of course, sold. Uh, so it hits me extra hard now that that I don't have that home to go to. Now I am fortunate. I have a very nice home. Uh, I still have both my parents. They will be here for Christmas. My father-in-law will be here for Christmas. My kid, like I said, uh, but it's just you, you know, keep an eye on those certain triggers. I recognize that as one. As soon as it comes on a Christmas mix, I I tell the Google next song. It's, it's pretty simple. It's simple as that. All right, we got some excellent positive news. It's like an like an early holiday gift here uh, that that I got for you. And some of you are going to disagree, but probably most of you will agree. We got an announcement from the band Coldplay. That's right, that band. <laughs> that ridiculous band. Uh, they have said they're going to stop playing music as, as in 2025. So three years from now, three years and change from now, Coldplay is going to stop playing music. I couldn't think of a better positive news story to, to bring into this particular holiday special, uh, other than one of the most terrible bands on the face of the earth. Uh, no longer playing their music after 2025. Now, unfortunately, their songs will still exist. The the songs aren't going away. That terrible song about the color yellow or whatever that is. Jesus. And let me caveat this, Wall fans. I I know. I always say, listen to what you like. Uh, There are a few exceptions out there. You shouldn't be listening to Machine Gun Kelly. You shouldn't be listening to Journey. And you shouldn't be listening to Coldplay. (laughs) Get those out of there. I immediately, any kind of playlist that pops up, I'm immediately making sure there's none of those bands in there. Um, and, and the only thing not positive about this is, is it could be better if they stop playing music in 2022. That could be kind of good. So there's some good positive news for you on this fine holiday special for 2021. All right, let's talk about some parenting. This is where we're gonna get into to the meat of some Christmas stuff here. And don't forget the top 10 albums, my top 10 albums of 2021 is coming up shortly. Uh, so make sure you don't miss that one, so you can argue with me over social media on on why I'm wrong about all of the albums. You know that always happens. Uh, but before then, parenting advent calendars. Now this is not a tradition that I had as uh, had myself growing up. Um, I think once in a while we'd get one of those candy, you know, advent calendars and stuff. But they've gotten so much more complex over the years. A few years ago, we got my daughter a uh, a little people. Advent calendar. So every every day she opened up like a new little person. For Those of you who are parents, you know the the little people toys. They're little plastic figures uh, and little accessories for the little people. It was great. Last year we had this Disney advent calendar. Highly recommend that if you if your kid's a Disney fan or you're a Disney fan, highly recommend the Disney advent calendar. Uh, find yourself someone that works at Disney so you can take advantage of that that discount because it's not cheap. Uh, but the Disney advent calendar is also great. Now this year uh, we actually have a Lego advent calendar um, and I'll be honest with everyone out there, I actually bought this calendar in 2019, I was shopping at Target shortly after Christmas, and, uh, they had it half off on clearance, and there's no, no year on it or anything, it's not specific to a year, uh, and this one's great, if you like Legos, or you like, your kids like Legos now, obviously the Advent, we're past Advent calendar time now, but keep in mind for next year, all little, little buildable Lego things or little mini figures, you know, that they have. And finally, my daughter was old enough; she loves Legos now, was old enough to have it this year. Uh, And it's fun, not only for her, but for me, because I loved Legos as a kid, still love Legos. There's some Lego built Lego things on the shelf back here. Um, you know, so it's, there's something about sharing something you loved with your kids as they, as they age into it, you know, and I was kind of very eager for my kid to get into the Lego age, um, and we've been having a blast with it. She she gets up in the morning. She wants to open each day, and then we build it together. And she's been kind of Frankensteining all of the di- <laughs> different pieces because I like I came out the other day, you know, the other day, and we had a snowman like very early on in the advent calendar. And I came out, and she had made the snowman look completely different, different hat, and had like a thing sticking out of its head. It was very interesting. But she's loving it. It's fun and easy thing to do, um, and you know you can find them fairly inexpensively. Like I said, I would recommend somebody with a discount. Uh, buying one that's non-year specifically like right after Christmas, or or check the Black Friday. I, you know, I, I always say every year don't shop on Black Friday. If you can order one and get like a half off deal, that's the way to do it uh, in preparation of, of the next holiday season because it's the very beginning of the holiday season. And family traditions. That is a new family tradition for me, um, and we have a few personally, and 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 I'm sure hopefully all of you out there at least have a couple. If you don't, you, you, there's no. It's not something that's necessary. Uh, but it's something that we love to do. Uh, you know, I had various ones as a kid, but uh, from a parenting perspective, I want to talk about a couple of things we do. Matching pajamas every year, uh, I think everybody does them. We either get them from Kohl's or Macy's. That's where I do a lot of clothing shopping that isn't Vans or band shirts or hoodies and stuff like that. Uh, and they, they make matching family pajamas. Uh, we have done them every year since my, my daughter was born. And in fact, this shirt that I'm wearing, my my Snoopy warm and cozy, this is last year's pajama top. I know. I, I'm i just that kind of guy. Instead of wearing shirts, I wear a pajama top. I think I did this a few years ago, too, with a previous year. Actually, I did do it a few years ago because one of the jammy things was, was a, uh, like a, didn't have feet, but it was like a zip-up full onesie, you know, adult onesie thing that I had. My wife had nice, <laughs> like, pajama pants and a shirt. Same with my kid, but I had to wear the embarrassing onesie. Not oh, that's embarrassing. I own multiple ones. It's, it's, shouldn't act like it's that embarrassing. Uh, but that that's a fun one to do, uh, I would say. And you have something to look back on every year. The one bad thing is I, I am acquiring yearly new pajamas. Uh, my wife as well, so I now have, like, a bin... Not a big bin, but it's going to eventually be a big bin of, of holiday pajamas that I kind of rotate uh, once the holiday season starts. Uh, and then every year, a new one added in there. Uh, so again, if you follow me on Instagram, you're going to see this year's pajamas. Uh, that is something we post every year, family photo on Christmas morning with the pajamas. Uh, cookie making, like I said, my, uh, my wife and daughter, I was helping out. They, they love cookie making. They do the cookie making every year. And especially now that my daughter's five, last year and this year were really, like, she's able, to, <laughs> a couple years ago, it was more like, okay, just keep her hands out of the sugar and the flour and everything else. And, and you know, make sure she's not eating the cookies right as they're coming out of the oven. Uh, but that's a that's a good fun one. Uh, and regardless of, you can, you know, even and even if you don't want to make, my wife is a, is a baker. She's a cook. She's making them from scratch. But if you don't want to do that, just go pick up some of those, like, Pillsbury tubes. You know, make some cookies. The kids will love it. Even if you don't have kids, it's a it's a great thing to do. Uh, and, of course, all the holiday specials, uh, the Rankin and Bass specials, Rudolph and all that stuff. And, of course, Santa Claus is coming to town. We talked about this one last year, Stacked Mrs. Claus on a Shroom Trip. Uh, that's a fun one if you're into it. I Just prepare yourself. I didn't mind it so much, I just wasn't prepared. So I was watching it like, whoa, what is happening right now? Uh, but, of course, my absolute favorite is Muppet Family Christmas. You cannot buy it on DVD. I'm not saying go stream it illegally. I luckily have a copy of it on DVD. You can't purchase it for for contract reasons, but if you can get your hands on it, check out Muppet family Christmas. It is by far my favorite now and obviously I'm biased but it is by far my favorite of the holiday special movies uh, and of course a new one for for us I think it's gonna be the Nutcracker I actually uh we call you know i that's that was a tradition when I was a kid and it's kind of my mother still brings me a Nutcracker every year I've got I would have an enormous amount of them, but uh, lost a bunch of them in the fire in 2003, as I've mentioned, I think, previously. Uh, but I still get a new Nutcracker every year. But what I mean is the Nutcracker Ballet. Uh, I have a feeling we'll end up doing this one every year as kind of a traditional thing. And I know I have friends that grew up doing that. They'd go to the Nutcracker every year. They'd go see a performance. And so I see that being a new one. Uh, and one of the off-the-wall ones that we do here started a few years ago. Uh, for Christmas Eve, we actually uh, we actually bring in some some Portillo's. For those of you not familiar with Portillo's, it is a a, a chain out of uh, out of Chicago. Um, now they've gotten bigger, and there's some. Depending where you live, you might have one. We have like one in Southern California. It's in Buena Park, hard to get to, but we you can get that. You can order the kits, um, which it's not quite as good as being at Portillo's, uh, but it's the next best thing. Uh, and that has uh, Italian beef sandwiches on Christmas Eve. That has has been our tradition for a few years now, uh, and I look forward to it every year. My my uh, chest freezer in the garage smells like Portillo's peppers right now. Which is also one of the greatest things ever because I, I go down there to grab something I'm like, ooh, Portillo's peppers. So I very much look forward to that one every year. Uh, but I think those family traditions are just one of the easy, fun things you can do. Fun and easy, uh, you know, and create those things for, for your kids, for your family, for your significant other, for your dog. Who cares, you know? just Or if you don't like traditions, don't have traditions. I will say one of my other traditions is, uh, is a little Irish cream in my coffee on Christmas morning. So I will be enjoying that. It's the only, the only time I drink early in the day outside of like Burning Man is, is, uh, is Christmas morning with a little Irish cream in, in my coffee because it's tasty. And why not? You know? <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I'm not <laughs> getting drunk on Irish cream at like 9 in the morning. A little bit in there in the coffee. It's, it's a way to go. All right. I know you've all been wondering this. And if you have kids, you've been getting toys for them but i was looking at some of the top toys for 2021 this is according to various websites i kind of compiled and because it's funny you can go to walmart's like here's our top toys and it's like is it though or is that what you're trying what you're trying to sell this year because walmart puts out there i notice this every year they put out their top toys like mid-november and it's like you're, you're guessing tell me tell me what's being purchased like crazy you know and many of us grew up it's I, I think there's less of the problem now maybe there was this year because of supply chain issues or whatever there's always a crazy uh, toy in the 80s and 90s. I remember the Tickle Me Elmo. You couldn't get your hands on a Tickle Me Elmo. I was too old. I was not the demographic for the Tickle Me Elmo, but I remember when it was nuts trying to get a Tickle Me Elmo. Uh, the Nintendo, the original Nintendo, that was nuts trying to get. Teddy Ruxpin was another example of all these. Uh, Cabbage Patch Kids, for the love of God, in the early 80s. That was another difficult one to get. Uh, so this year, some of the most popular toys coming out right now, their parents are shopping for, you know, people shopping for kids or for adults. I don't know. Uh, is this LOL surprise stuff? If you haven't, I, my kid isn't into it, so I'm not fully familiar with it. But it's it's like a line of dolls, uh, and they have various different things. But it cracks me up because I've seen I've seen this joke multiple times this year, and it, it's funny because it's a joke. But I think it's you know people will ask, hey, you know their niece or nephew, if they're not really familiar with toys, hey, what do you want for? Uh, and I've seen a couple people post this, and like, hey, what do you want for you know for Christmas? Oh, LOL surprise, and they're like. Oh, you want me to surprise you? And it's like, no, 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 no. It, it's a kind of, it's a kind of toy. They're not saying, ha, 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 surprise me. They're saying they want this LOL surprise. Uh, so that, of course, is a very popular toy item for gifts this year. Also, Bluey plush. These Bluey plush. If you're not familiar with Bluey, as uh, a kids show, I believe it's actually out of Australia. Uh, if 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 you're a parent, especially and especially a father, and I won't say this, it's just because there's Two parents. There's a mother and father in the show, but the father's like a stay-at-home father, and he puts all the rest of his fathers to shame. (laughs) Like it's like you think you're being good as a dad, and you go watch Bluey, and you're like, oh man, (laughs) I could be doing better. And I I say that jokingly. It's just, uh, but the kids really love it. And these Bluey plush, these stuffed animals, uh, really popular this year. Hard. uh, I I don't think any of these are impossible to get your hands on, but hopefully you have procured them for your kids or your nieces, nephews, friends' kids, whatever, uh, already because it's Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, and Lego Lego sets, the Lego sets always popular every year, and I think we are seeing. I don't want to even say it's a resurgence because Lego really never died down. It just it kind of it gets really, really, really popular. And I think uh, part of the popularity right now is is my generation that grew up with le- like the crazy intricate Lego sets, uh, and then are also geek out on certain things like Star Wars or you know Back to the Future, whatever it might be. They can pick up those Lego sets now and then do that with their kids. So of course the Lego sets. Uh, extremely popular like they are every year uh, poppets if you are not a parent or, or your, your kids are very younger or older you might not have seen these these are these little bubble things you see kids walking around with and they push the bubbles in push them back push them in Push. it's literally just pushing a bubble back and forth on this rubbery plastic stuff incredibly popular this year in fact they're making them m- my kid has quite a few uh, they're making them like bigger than my head now so you have these giant ones and adults are into them too uh, Angie, I know you're going to listen to this. I know you have your own. I get it. I find myself picking my kids up and playing with it once in a while when it's just like, ooh, doot, 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 doot. I get the appeal. Uh, it's, But it is also getting out of hand, the size of some of these things. Because I look, I'm like, that is bigger than my daughter. <laughs> How's she going to play with that thing? Uh, but the poppets all over the place, man, these poppets. One day I'm going to open up my daughter's closet, and I'm just going to get... Clocked in the face by like 30 of these Poppet things because she, she only recently got into them and she's already got like 10. And I don't even want to know how many she's going to get for Christmas from people and she's going to love them, but the Poppet's all over the place. Uh, here's one that I so apparently we've years ago we went into this pooping toy like literally a pooping toy, not like actual poop coming out of it, but pooping toys. Last year there was like a uh, camera, oh, a pooping flamingo. We talked about it last year. The year four was like a pooping unicorn. Well, this year it's a pooping turtle. Specifically, it's the gotta go turtle, not turtle turd like T-U-R-D-L-E turtle. Uh, it talks and eats uh, and does some other things all while sitting on a toilet. So I guess if you're into potty humor, um, that would be a good thing for your kids. Thank God I, I don't need a I don't need a shitting turtle in my house toy or not. I don't think I really need one of those. So fortunately, my kids not into that. Uh, and of course. I think for kids of all ages, uh, we are not a video gaming house, but the PlayStation 5, I believe it's 5, 6, 7, whatever the most recent PlayStation is, uh, it's been extremely difficult to get for like a year. And I see people talking about this on social platforms all the time. Like people I know, they're trying to get their hands on it, especially in like Punk Rock Dads and stuff and trying to get their hands on a uh, PlayStation 5. Uh, So that is definitely one of the more popular uh, gifts this year. Um, I made it tough on myself this year. Uh, you know, we don't, I try not to spoil my kid, for lack of a better word, but, but she she does get a lot of nice gifts, and uh, I decided to make it hard on myself this year, I'm not going to say it out loud just in case uh, she's listening, but I will say uh, there is a particular gift that we got this year that is very large, very heavy, will require a lot of, uh, of uh, putting together, uh, and it's going to have to go... Outside of my house, and uh, fortunately, I have a, a dolly, a hand truck at home because this thing got delivered on my porch, and I went to try to move it. Couldn't move the bad I <laughs> Had to go get the dolly and then hide the damn thing in the garage. Uh, so that's probably going to be me on Christmas Day, as I'm going to be. And it's supposed to rain here. Out <laughs> in the rain, cursing at myself for for thinking it was a good idea to get this massive gift, but all going to be well worth it because she's gonna she's gonna freaking love it. Um, and I will say I got a couple of my gifts already. I said uh, San- the Santa Yostens, they came over last weekend uh, carting some gifts over here for us, uh, as well as for my sis Laura, who's going to get hers on uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, so thank you to the Yostens, and of course to Adam, my very good friend Adam, also big, big fan of the show, uh, for my, my new Boston Scally cap. And you know there's going to be some pictures of that thing flying around as I'm looking all fancy, and it is a shade of purple, so it's going to match my hair. Real excited about that, uh, but I'm I'm already getting the Christmas gifts going there. You know, it's it's amazing. It's so funny too, because I will say, just a little sidebar here. Uh, maybe if anyone listening knows people at Boston Scally, you can't you, you, you don't have an option for putting a, a gift note in there. I sent my father one for his 75th birthday a uh, year and a half ago, uh, and and I had to call my mom and be like, you're gonna get a box. And it comes with bo- it comes in a Boston Scally box. It says it on the side. You gotta get a box. It's gonna say Boston Scally. It's from me. It's for dad. Uh, and that's what happened this year. I didn't know. I, I was like, and I didn't notice it at first. And then I was like, wait, this this has my name on it. Because then I noticed it. And I was like, oh, well, clearly my wife bought, you know, for me or for someone else. And and I was like, this has my name on it. Unfortunately, had to work around and find out from my sis, who had given a hat size to a certain Adam. That it came from Adam, so thank you very much for that. That new Boston Scally, I'm gonna wear it with pride. All right, let's get into some common sense here. Oh, this 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 scarf is gonna come off in a few minutes. It's very cold out here in Los Angeles, uh, but it does get warm in my studio, and the reason is my uh, our HVAC system is literally above the closet that's behind me. So this room. It's great because I run very hot. Like, during the summer, this is the coldest room in the house, especially with the door closed. During the winter, it's the warmest room in the house with the door closed because it's it's the first room that gets heat. So the scarf might be coming off of me at some point here. We'll see if I can power through. I'm a glutton for punishment. long sleeve shirt, scarf, Santa hat with bells on it. Ridiculous. Uh, So some common sense. There was a conspiracy conference happening in Dallas on December 10th. You heard that right, a conspiracy conference. This is a conference for people that believe in conspiracies. I don't know what... Th- so they have conferences for this stuff, I guess. Uh, and the reason I bring this up is because multiple people got sick afterward. Uh, most likely with COVID. However, because it was a conspiracy conference, uh, all the people that got sick and all the people that attended the conference are insisting that it is not COVID. It is, in fact, a- an attack of anthrax uh, that was, was, was put upon this conference. Um, you can't write this stuff. You just... You can't. Like you would go into, you would go into a, a, a development exec at a studio and they'd be like, that's ridiculous. But it's like, no, it's actually happening. It's actually happening. So I'm not surprised. Conspiracy theorists are coming up with an anthrax conspiracy uh, as opposed to the fact that they're simply just spreading COVID because they were having this conference with no masks or anything. and We have the Omicron variant going around there. Uh, so common sense says you didn't get poisoned with anthrax. You got uh, sick with COVID. All right, now this one I bring up every damn year. Every year, and that's the winter solstice, uh, uh, Hanukkah, um, but I mean really the winter solstice pertaining to what I'm going to talk about, Hanukkah, uh, you know, all the different uh, holidays that happen around this time of year. And every year never fail, we see people are like, uh, keep Christ in Christmas. Jesus is the reason for the season and all this other stuff. And it's like, you wouldn't have Christmas if not for Jesus. And It's like, you know, and here's the thing celebrate whatever you want to celebrate. If you want to celebrate the birth of Jesus or whatever at Christmas, that's totally fine. I have no problem with that. However, don't push it on other people, especially when it's patently false. We know for a fact, uh, and Catholics and Christians will also admit to this, Jesus was born in the spring. He wasn't even born around this time of year. For those of you not familiar, basically Christianity uh, decided to co-opt the winter solstice uh, and, and a lot of pa- a lot of pagan holiday stuff that happens around the winter solstice, and take that and turn it into what is now Christmas. Now, again, celebrate Christmas and everything else, but don't shove this Jesus is the reason for the season stuff down my throat because he's not. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> Some church forever ago is the reason for that because they decided that Jesus was born around this time. Uh, just, just, it's the most important thing to just not encroach on others. Respect everyone's holiday. Say happy holidays. Say Merry Christmas. Say, uh, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, like whatever it is. Say happy Christmas, whatever it is. But respect everybody. Whatever people want to celebrate, let them celebrate. Christmas is just a big commercial thing anyway. To, to me, I love the holidays because I get to see family and I get to eat a bunch of food. And I get to watch the wonder in my kids' eyes. Uh, this Uh This one gets me. Have you seen the big controversy over the gingerbread person? There's there's uh, a few bakeries out there that instead of sell, selling gingerbread men, they're selling gingerbread a gingerbread person as a cookie. And of course, there's a humongous uproar from the conservative side of things uh, because apparently they need their gingerbread cookies to have a penis. I don't really understand where we're going with this and why people would be offended at a gingerbread person. What are you holding on to that your gingerbread cookie needs to be a man? And is this all just a big excuse to have a penis on your cookie because you're maybe a little bit homophobic? These are the important questions, wall fans, and I would like to know. However, common sense says it doesn't matter what the hell you call it, it's a cookie. If someone wants to call it a gingerbread person, call it a gingerbread person. You want to call it a, make a gingerbread dog, call it a gingerbread dog. We make gingerbread houses. You know, get over yourselves. It's really ridiculous what we've come to. Like seriously, and there's a viral post blaming liberals. Like this is what you get with liberals. And it's like a cookie without a penis. I'm down. I, I like that. I don't. I don't need that. I, I never really thought about whether the the anatomy of of my gingerbread cookies not important to me. But by all means, find what's important to you. Man we're getting we're getting rain all weekend in SoCal. Like I said, it's pouring right now. like pouring outside. It hasn't stopped since this morning. It's still going. I can hear it a little bit. I can see it. the sun's down, but I can still see the rain coming. Uh, that's our version of a white Christmas here. We're just gonna we're just gonna have massive uh, rainstorms throughout Christmas. Uh, and I will say winter cleaning is coming. This is one for me personally that I want to share with all of you. Uh, I do a thing called winter cleaning. Drives my wife nuts every year because, like, a couple days after Christmas, we, you know, we have a little more, I take a holiday break from the podcast. She's usually on a holiday break. Uh, this is my kid's first year in school, but she's on winter break, three freaking weeks of it. I would have killed for three weeks when I was a kid. Uh, so, you know, we spent a little time doing a little winter cleaning and organizing. And like I said, my wife hates it, but it's the best time to do it because you got some time. It's going to be raining. You can't really do much outside anyway. It's COVID right now, so you can't really go to a lot of things. And then on top of that, you end up getting extra stuff for Christmas, so it's the perfect time, or any whatever holiday it is. But for we get a bunch of stuff for Christmas. My kid gets new toys. We get stuff, and you got to do some organizing. So I love doing the winter cleaning. Uh, now, I, I, and it's common sense because you have the time to do it, and all the new stuff. And I will say, I do spring cleaning. I do all the cleaning. It's just that I like to walk around, and it's the old game of Game of Thrones. Winter cleaning is coming. (laughs) I'll start saying it like the day after Christmas. Which there's literally a holiday (laughs) in other countries built around winter cleaning. They call it Boxing Day. You clean up stuff and you put it in boxes. That's all I'm doing. Winter cleaning. All right, and before we move on to some entertainment news and the reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas, uh, Staples Center here in Los Angeles. This is semi-sports related. Everyone's up in arms because tonight is the last game uh, where the Staples Center here in lo- downtown Los Angeles will be called the Staples, Sen- the Staples Center. I talked about this when the announcement was made a couple months ago that they're changing the name to Crypto.com Arena. I'm not going to sit here and say that's a great name, but there is a huge uproar here in Los Angeles uh, over the name being changed, and everyone's like, it's always going to be Staples Center to me, and I'm never calling it Crypto.com Arena. And the main thing I got out of this is I didn't realize the passion that people had for office supplies. Really. It's an office supply company. But apparently, people in Los Angeles have a big passion uh, for office supplies and can't stand the fact that their arena will no longer be named for an office supply company. I could see if it was like Dunder Mifflin Arena and you're you're a big office fan, but it's Staples. It's like the Walmart of office supplies, for God's sake. Get over yourselves. Who cares? It's just a basketball arena. Amazing. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna get some emails on that one from our LA fans they are like, no, it's not. It's like, who cares? They all, they, they, it all gets its name changed, and they're just named for companies. Get over it. Even the even the uh, Coliseum here—it's still the Coliseum, but it's like uh, American Airlines or United Airlines Field at the Coliseum. Like even they got a, and that thing's been around for hundred years or whatever. Come on, get over yourselves. All right, entertainment news. I feel I'm. I'm you know what it is? I'm still recovering, and it's great that I'm drinking. I'm still recovering a little bit from the stomach bug. It, like I said, I was laid out. I couldn't move. I didn't eat anything. I had two saltine crackers and a couple of glasses of ginger ale. It was all I had, on, and some water, all I had on Sunday. And I was only having water and ginger ale, so I am trying to feel better and make sure I didn't dehydrate and die. It was not a good situation. Trust me. Avoid that if, if it's going around where you are. Ugh. And I th- it might just be going around everywhere. I talked to my, my wife's grandmother yesterday, and she's like, I had a stomach bug. And she's in Florida. And she she jokingly was like, I don't think you can get it through the phone, but man, I was like, yeah. It might just be going around. So be careful out there. Uh, entertainment news. The Witcher Season 2. Oh, ho, oh, oh. ho. I am a Witcher fan. Thoroughly enjoyed Season 1. I am slowly making my way through Season 2. Here's the problem. Uh, what I do... Is I don't you know we watch my wife and I watch TV like kind of at night before we fall asleep you know we'll be in the living room watch a little TV watch some sitcoms my wife doesn't watch The Witcher so I need to find ways to do it and usually for those kind of things um, what I do is I don't watch much TV during the day but when my kids at school and I take the time to eat lunch especially if I'm just by myself like my wife's working that's when I'll go and I'll watch one of my shows that I really like (laughs) The Witcher came out. Uh, like, the day that my kid was done with school for winter break. So I'm <laughs> just trying to watch, like, 20 minutes at a time. Uh, and that is not a show that you want a five-year-old walking in on. Um, not because it's, like, pornographic or anything, but it's a witcher is a monster hunter. So there's there's monsters in it. Uh, I will say, I don't think this is a... This is not a spoiler because I'm not going to say how, uh, but the red-haired, red-bearded dude from, from Game of Thrones, whatever his name is, the really funny one from Game of Thrones, weird seeing him without a beard. It's kind of like seeing what's his name—that Sam, something the guy, the guy with the mustache, who's always like portrayed as a cowboy. Seeing him without a mustache—it's very strange. <laughs> I'm not gonna give you more information than that, just in case you haven't seen uh, the first episode of the season, and no spoilers. Just, I mean, other than he's in it, and he doesn't have a beard, so it's very strange seeing that. Uh, but i am trying—I'm slowly getting through it. I'm gonna try to get through like a little more tonight after my wife falls asleep on the couch, and then I can watch a little bit of it. Uh, new Cobra Kai season is coming December thirty first. That one my wife does watch, so I'll be able to watch that one a little quicker. Really looking forward to that one. Uh, not looking forward to this. wasn't really to begin with, but The Matrix, The Matrix Resurrections, or whatever the hell that new thing is called, getting destroyed on social media. In fact, when Ghostbusters came out, I saw no- I saw nothing but praise for it. Good reviews, and I'm not talking like review like critics and stuff. I'm talking to my friends on social platforms, they're like, "This is the greatest thing ever!" I still haven't seen it. Can't wait to see it. And there's like one person that was like, I didn't like it. It's like, oh, okay, okay. I haven't seen one person say they like the Matrix, the new Matrix movie. In fact, everyone's like, Oh my god! There's people who are literally like, Why did I do that? Why did I watch it? People who watched some of it and turned it off. It's that bad. So be aware if you were planning to watch the Matrix. Uh, I probably wasn't gonna bar- bother with it anyway, but now I definitely won't be wasting my time uh, with that new Matrix movie that's on uh, in theaters and on HBO Max. Don't go to theaters right now, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Omicron's all over the place. I would love to go to the theater and see Ghostbusters. I didn't want to do it. I, I was a, a little wary of doing it before this whole Omicron stuff. Now there's no way. Um, if you're looking for a new holiday album, Half Past Two put out a new EP, Holidays. It came out, oh gosh, like a week ago or so, maybe even longer than that. Uh, it's available everywhere. You can you can you can get it streaming. You should be able to purchase it. I believe they have it on vinyl. Might be sold out by now. I'd have to double check. Um, But I love me some Ska Christmas music, holiday music. Love Half Past 2, as you know. Uh, Maybe they're going to be in the top 10 albums of 2021. Who knows? Uh, But check that one out if you're looking for some new uh, alternative Ska holiday music. It's great stuff. Love that band. Uh, Love really everything they do. And then, of course, the holiday album is fantastic. It's an EP album. EP. Uh, So so check that out if you're looking for some new ones. Uh, And then, of course, that is going to bring us to our top 10 albums of 2021. Now, my lawyer tells me I must must uh, point out that this is strictly based on my own personal opinion. I would hardly argue with anybody out there as far as their favorite albums of 2021. Uh, these are all... For the most part, full-length albums. There is one little caveat in there because it's an album but not quite a full album, but it needed to go in my top of 2021. Uh, But I bring that up because, like, last year, for example, didn't put Barstool Preachers in there despite the fact that they released an EP, uh, which, it it could be TJ singing to a wall, and I'd probably be like, that's the greatest thing ever as long as Bungle's playing bass with it and and Gibbs is playing guitar and Wibbs is playing, you know, need all those things and just everybody. You know, so that's the one caveat there. And again, my own personal opinion. So that being said, let's get into the top ten albums of twenty twenty-one. Number ten, We Are the Union. Ordinary Life. I am new to We Are the Union. Thoroughly enjoying this album. Only got into them recently. Uh, was not I'd heard of them. wasn't really aware of kind of their whole thing, but uh, they are a really, really, really fun ska band out of Southern California. A- uh, as you as as you may remember, uh, we talked about the GoFundMe they did because their van had unfortunately been broken into. They were touring uh, recently. I think they're done now. Uh, but again, uh, we are the Union. Ordinary life. Uh, number nine. Dropkick Murphys. Turn up that dial. A lot of Dropkick Murphys fans did not love this album. Uh, I wouldn't put it in it as my top Dropkick Murphys album, but I will say it was a great album to come out of 2021 with a couple great tracks on it, and especially if you see a couple of those tracks live. I was fortunate enough to see a couple of the newest songs played live in the Boston to Berkeley tour a couple months ago in here in L.A. Uh, number eight. Bite Me Bambi, Hurry Up and Wait. Uh, this is an album they put out in 2021. And this is the one that I said is a little bit different because uh, it's like a 10-song album, but a couple of them recovers. So it's. A l- I've seen people calling it an EP. I call it a full-length album. Uh, love Bite Me Bambi. Not only do I love the album, might have even been able to put it a little higher, but if you're not familiar with Bite Me Bambi, check out the album. Not only that, follow them on Twitch because they do all kinds of awesome other things. Uh, in addition to just their regular music that they do. Uh, So again, Bite Me Bambi, hurry up and wait. Number seven, The Last Gang Noise. The Last Gang Noise. This one came out just a couple months ago, um, and they may be a little bit low on the list, but I do want to give a special shout-out to uh, WFTW, which is the second track off of their album. Uh, check out, that is one of my favorite songs to come out of 2021 um, and definitely off of my seventh favorite album of 2021 The Last Gang Noise Uh, Number 6, The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones When God Was Good I was playing the heck out of that album when it first came out, still pulling it up quite a bit Uh, it's really great end to end I I would say Um, if you're you're not a Boss Tones fan you should be Uh, and they're, gosh, after like 20 some years they're still killing it and putting out great music, Boston, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, when, when God Was Good. Uh, number five, Antagonizers ATL Kings. Again, Antagonizers ATL Kings. I have mentioned them previously in the What I'm Listening To segment of this podcast. Uh, they are new to me. I've only been into them for a couple months. They only have two albums, but they're, uh, the album they put out in 2021 is definitely in my top five. Cannot recommend Antagonizers enough. Uh, number four, Left Alone, Checkers and Plaid. That's right, Left Alone, Checkers, and Plaid at number four. Uh, I, again, only recently got into these guys, and I will say Left Alone might be one of the most underrated bands uh, that I have come across in a long time. Now, I'm not saying they should be like the best ska band or respected as the best ska band, uh, but they've been around for a long time. I wasn't super familiar with them, and once I heard them, I was like, Oh my God! What? Where? Wh- how? How was I missing this? They've got like six albums, and I'm just now getting into them. Uh, highly recommend them, uh, especially their, their all of their albums, really. But definitely uh, their their newest album, Checkers and Plaid, uh, again from Left Alone. Uh, number three, Cat Bite. Nice one, Cat Bite. Nice one. My daughter loves Cat Bite. I love Cat Bite. Uh, out of Philadelphia, I've mentioned them previously in the what I'm listening to. I think most of these bands have been mentioned in the, what I'm listening to or talked about when their new albums came out. Uh, again, Cat Bite, nice one. Check them out for sure. All right, number two, half past two their self-titled album that came out November 5th. I had the privilege of being at their record release party. Courtesy of Tom, I have the record release poster framed over here. I just got to take the time to hang it. Uh, definitely one of, one of my favorite albums probably of all time. One of, Becoming one of my favorite bands of all time uh, because they put on a fantastic show. They put out great music, uh, and they are some of the coolest people you're ever going to meet. Uh, I, I, I cannot recommend being at a half-past-two sh- show enough to anybody out there. And number one. In the Go Tells His Wall top 10 albums of 2021 would be Chaser and their album Dreamers, which came out in March of 2021. I ah, don't quote me on that. I believe it was March of 2021. I uh, love these guys, love all of them, especially Mike. I always take time to hang out with Mike whenever I can catch him at a show. Uh, looking forward to seeing them again. And I might be a little bit biased uh, because, because I know them, but also because that was my first show back after... kind of coming out of the pandemic a little bit again chaser dreamers if you don't own that album you should it is a must 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 own and that would be our again our top 10 albums of 2021 courtesy of go tell to the wall and me your favorite podcast host the one and only sean o'rourke all right before we get into twas the night before christmas uh, i just want to give a couple thank yous out here Um, i don't want to get too specific we're gonna do more of that on the bicentennial episode Bicentennial, Bicentibration episode. I haven't been doing this for two hundred years. It's two hundred episodes, uh, but really, thank you to all the Wall fans out there that take the time to listen. Uh, we we have really been growing over the past year and a half uh, with with the amount of people that reach out to me. Um, I have people reach out to me uh, and say I don't even listen to podcasts, but I love listening to to your podcast. I have people reach out to me and say you know this is a this was something I wasn't aware of, or you know thank you for helping with 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 my. I don't want to say ignorance, but with what little I know about mental health and and dealing with with, uh, other people in mental health, Uh, all kinds of things. So thank you to everyone that has been supporting over the years, Um, whether you're new or old. And we have wall fans that have been here for for five years. And we have wall fans that have been here for a year. We have wall fans that have been here for, for a couple months. Uh, so, so please know that you are appreciated by myself, uh, by everybody that works on on making this happen. Uh, go tell it to the wall, Chris and Bridget, uh, and and my wife is thankful to all of you for keeping me sane. Uh, and of course, a big, big thank you to my wife and daughter, uh, who who put up with me, uh, really all year round, but especially this time of year. And and here's the thing, Wall fans, that I that I, I like to point out to people, uh, you you all have the choice. Uh, of listening to me like once a week or however often you listen. My wife and daughter have to put up with me on a daily basis. Uh, so, so thank you very, very much to my wife, Diane, and my, my, my daughter, uh, my daughter, Zophia. Um, and, and again, to everyone else out there for all of your continued support. Uh, it does mean the world to me, even even little message, everything, sharing messages, all that kind of stuff. Just thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us to grow uh, and, and become the podcast that, that we are today because it is it is a big thing uh and very important to me all right we're gonna get into a little twas the night before christmas uh and then we are gonna close out the holiday special for twenty twenty one let me get into some of my uh sierra nevada celebration fresh hop i p a get some of that going before i before i get into reading this and for those of you not on the video, i take my notes big enough uh that I don't need them but i actually i actually do wear glasses i wear glasses for reading and for certain things and uh to read towards the night before Christmas, i got to get my glasses on. It's always a bit of a pain because they don't fit quite right with my headphones. So let's see how this goes. Oh, uh, there we go. And, of course, the bells. The bells, the bells, the bells. All right. Here we go. And for those of you that don't like reading to your kids, you can just, just, uh, just show them this part of the video or, or play it for them. And I will say, uh, I think I've said this before, this is kind of one of the old school versions of it. And this book in particular is very important to me because when my, my daughter was born in November um, and a few days before Christmas, her very first Christmas, I, I was like, we don't have a Towards the Night Before Christmas book. And I, I wanted to start the tradition of reading this to to my kids every Christmas Eve. I went out to like five or six different stores, found the last copy of Towards the Night Before Christmas, I actually found it at a Kohl's. And it was the only copy they had, no other stores around that area had anymore, so I was fortunate enough to find it. But it is kind of a more traditional version of it, so I tend to stumble over some of the words. All right, here we go. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below, when what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With the little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now dasher, now dancer, now prancer and vixen, on comet, on cupid, on donder and blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky, so up to the house top the coursers they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry, his droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney, he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the dawn of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. All right, Wall fans. That's going to do it for us. Uh, We are going to go on holiday break thank you for for all of your support throughout the past year over the years but especially the past year um might have a bonus episode next week we'll we'll see how that goes but but we're we're kind of officially on holiday break right now and in the meantime Uh, Don't forget to follow us on all the social platforms, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall, youtube.com slash go tell it to the wall, my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N, SoCalSean, and of course our official website, which is SeanO'RourkeLive.com, and if you have the means to do so, check out our Patreon, as well as our merch website, which connect directly from SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Uh, and again, I will say to all of you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and I hope you all have a wildly happy holiday. Whatever it is you celebrate, however you celebrate, do it safely, do it smartly, uh, and we will all come back hopefully better in 2022 and moving further past all of this COVID stuff that we've been dealing with for almost two years now. All right, until next time, wall fans, common censors, podcast consumers, remember, no matter what you do, No matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always celebrate with common sense. Gotta love those bells.